Hello everyone. Welcome back to Shattered Myths, a podcast where all your myths and misconceptions come to an end. And this is your host Charandeep Singh. First of all guys, I'm extremely sorry for disappearing like this. I had uploaded the first episode long time back and then I wasn't able to release the second episode for such a long time due to some personal reasons. I'm extremely sorry for that and also I'm thankful to all the people was still keeping up with me and to people who kept on asking me about the upcoming episodes you guys pushed me and motivated me to make a comeback and so here i am with the second episode i hope you've subscribed and followed my podcast so on the second episode of chatrin mets i have a very special guest with me someone who is a real life fighter someone whose story inspires a lot of people and even me someone who was on my list the day i started this podcast today's guest is none other than arjun gupta arjun is a mental health blogger a campaigner for mental health awareness and author of two amazing books on mental health he is currently pursuing masters degree in psychology from ambedkar university delhi having survived clinical depression and severe suicidality at a young age arjun now tries to sensitize the society about mental health and illnesses and has focused on men's mental health in his most recent works he also works with a registered mental health association called sampoon manusthiti and today we will be talking about arjun's journey and of course we will be shattering all the mainstream myths related to mental health and illnesses so welcome on the show arjun thank you so much for coming and taking out your precious time and coming it's a pleasure to have you and i'm so excited to indulge in conversation with you and talk about your journey about mental illness fighting a mental illness and becoming an author and a mental health blogger thank you so much for coming ah glad to be here So Arjun, tell us about your journey, like how it started from being a medical student, then to being a psychology student, and now finally a mental health blogger, a campaigner for mental health awareness, and also an author. Tell us about it. Yeah, so uh, the journey has been a long one. I mean, I can talk about it for hours and hours, but uh, in short, basically, uh, in two thousand fifteen, I was just about to join my medical college in Rohtak and. it was something i was very excited for it's what i had been working on for like 2 3 years at that point you know how the uh, pressure is when it comes to aipmt and uh, medical competitive exams so yeah i was really excited about uh, having this new beginning and then suddenly i was just uh, i just found myself almost spiraling down this uh, this hole almost and uh, i didn't know what was happening to me because it's not something that i had any experience with beforehand and most of all there was nothing that had gone wrong in my life so it it wasn't like i i i could pin this on something that uh, was causing this so yeah uh, for two years i had clinical depression i mean it doesn't really go away so in a way it's still there and uh, yeah i just decided like in around 2017 that you know when i was trying to get better and trying to just focus on myself instead of what uh, was expected from me i just decided that okay maybe 
medical isn't for me because it had been a dream for me always um i had always wanted to be a doctor i wanted to uh, be like my dad uh but you know it's times where you have to sometimes give up on your dreams to just stay alive so i just decided that maybe something different something else might help me out so i decided to pursue psychology and i think that's one of the best decisions i've ever made, ever made because i've learned so much about the human mind about uh, mental illnesses mental health and i think it's really important that other people the general public gets to know about that as well because even though i was from a very educated family very privileged all the facilities one could ask for and even then i had absolutely no idea about what mental illnesses are how they work what one is supposed to do so yeah ever since then i've been trying to work on this field trying to help as many people as possible at least in my city or in my surrounding areas and uh, yeah i'm really glad about what i've done so far i really appreciate that you thought your yeah, your thinking was so uh, generous arjun uh, we i think you will agree that our parents play an important role in our lives and especially mm-hmm. for someone who is suffering from a mental illness it is a need and desire to be understood well by the family and people around meet your friends or your cousins or anyone so what was your parents reaction post your diagnosis like when you told them that you have depression were they supportive were they like instantly ready to get you treated or you had to do some hustle and bustle and convince them to take you to your psychologist or something yeah so luckily i was very very fortunate in this uh, respect because they were the ones who were actually telling me to get some uh, medical help because i have heard so many stories ever since then of uh, uh, students children my fellow friends who who spent so much energy and so much time trying to convince their parents that they need some therapy they need to go to a psychiatrist they need to go to a psychologist but in my case it was completely the opposite so i was the one who was resisting going to a doctor or going to a psychologist and talking about what i wanted to what i uh, what i was going through so yeah my family was very supportive they were very understanding i have a couple of sisters and uh, my parents they they did everything they could i did not appreciate it at the time i just you know when you're going through a mental illness and especially something like depression it makes you hate everything around you it's it's just a very toxic disease so yeah at the time i didn't really think that my parents were doing enough or my family members were doing enough but uh looking back i don't think what more they could have done and uh, i really appreciate everything that they've done yeah because uh, that was very like helpful of your parents because what happens is that a lot of parents don't consider that their children can have a mental illness and they live in a particular state of denial that there is nothing wrong with the child until or unless he is like on the verge of suicide or does mm-hmm. something heinous so i really appreciate that uh you told us that you wanted to be a doctor and mm-hmm. you even landed up in a college of your dreams and then something happened and you have to make a shift to psychology and so was it difficult like leaving a medical college of your dreams to jumping on a something that wasn't even on your mind like that was very new to you so was it difficult yeah definitely i mean um the day i was there to uh, you have to withdraw from the college that you are in so you get your documents back and you have to have a meeting with the dean 
to explain to them why you are withdrawing and all of those things and i i just couldn't stop crying because it was like i'm just uh, this is the end so something that i had spent 3 years of my life studying hours and hours every day for almost 3 years trying to achieve and then uh, it was just gone and yeah. yeah it was it was difficult to make that decision it was difficult to make that jump because every ever since my childhood i had you know how we have this image of what we'll be like in the future what we'll be doing in the future and for me that was always being a surgeon so that image was completely shattered at that point of time and i didn't know what i was going to do in the future what i was going to be but i just realized that i can't really live in the future when i don't really have a present itself and i can't really always be looking ahead when the present is you know in complete tatters and there's nothing to look forward to so yeah it was difficult as i said but it is something that i think it was the right decision was the shift uh, a desire from your inside or you wanted to know more about mental health and educate other people so you know at the time i knew that i was so this was in 2017 when i was in a very fragile state of mind like it was just 3 months into my recovery and um you know at that point of time especially when you're coming from a place as as uh, tough as i was so uh this was a time when i was actively suicidal i had attempted suicide multiple times i was harming myself constantly um i was very bad at social interactions so you know in that very very sensitive spot that i was in psychologically i needed something that you know agreed with me or at least took into account that you don't need to have a lot of academic pressure on yourself you don't need to have a lot of you know uh stress on yourself especially going from medical to something like uh, something else so it was always choosing between um psychology or english because i have uh, i was writing at that point of time so it was like uh, maybe i'll become a writer if i uh, join english and uh, then thankfully people told me that you don't need to study english to become a writer you <laughs> you can do it without that as well so i decided to join psychology and uh, I was lucky that I had enough grades in twelfth class, uh, in twelfth boards to, you know, uh, get an admission in a DU college, even after the deduction they do for the stream change. But uh, yeah, uh, psychology has been very fun ever since. Great, that was brave of you as well as a little experimental, and obviously you were absolutely stunning to do something like this. Ajun, like you were in depression in two thousand fifteen at the age of nineteen. and at back at that time there was hardly any awareness around about mental health also people mm. weren't talking about mental health so openly so what was a single incident or it was a series of incidents that provoked you and pushed you to visit a doctor and see a psychologist what was it i'm asking this because a lot of people might be listening to this and they might be willing to go to a doctor but maybe they think that this is not the time so what was that in your case like when did you go to a doctor or psychologist yeah so you know i was uh, 17 at the time so not even 19 and that's uh, that somehow was and oh, sorry <laughs> sorry yeah yeah that's right so uh you know 
I was very resistant to the idea of visiting a psychiatrist and my parents were trying to tell me that if you feel like there's something wrong you can go to a psychiatrist we'll take you to a, to a psychiatrist we know some people here um and I was pretty reluctant uh, to visit one and if I did visit someone I was like I didn't speak much I didn't talk to them a lot I was just sitting there and and just uh, like my my idea of mental illnesses at the time was that they just give me some magic wand almost sort of thing that uh, they'll give me some magic pills and i'll be happy after that and everything will be fine and i just kept waiting for that and it never happened um something i realized midway was that there was this thought that would come into my mind at times um you know that i would be on the roof of my home and be like oh wow this is a pretty uh pretty view and then suddenly i thought would how about you jump and oh like, that is so dangerous man yeah and i was like okay maybe this is not normal this is not how it should be so just an idea that maybe this is not normal and uh, that's when i decided that okay this has gotten a bit out of hand you were giving me goosebumps when you told that you were on the roof and thought of like jumping and all arjun uh, you yeah. have been in depression for more than 2 years and even now you think that there's some sort of left in you how has medication and therapies helped you because a lot of people think that they might get well on their own and don't visit doctors so how has medications and therapy you have tried cbt psychotherapies and a lot of other therapies as well so what is your view on that can you please tell us yeah so you know in the first episode that i had like this 18 month long episode between 2015 to 17 uh, that's when medications had absolutely no effect on me like they did absolutely nothing and i had i had no experience with medications before i didn't know how they worked and i was constantly afraid of the side effects that i'd gain a lot of weight i'd become very lethargic i'd become addicted to them you know the usual myths that go around it so i was just very averse to the idea of being on medications and to be honest they weren't helping me a lot either but in that episode what helped me was therapy uh, going to a psychologist psychotherapy cbt rebt those things helped a lot like they they just almost okay. changed everything but you know coming to the second episode almost sort of a very mild episode that i had last year uh, around august and september at that time i had been in therapy for 4 months but therapy wasn't working and at that time medications did so it's always you know it's no clear solution it's about just give it a try and uh, if it works then it's good so i wish there was a very simple direct answer uh, all i'll say is don't be afraid of the uh, medications or the therapies okay so there is like different cases for different people like for some medications might help and for some therapies might help okay yeah, thank exactly. you so much for that uh, my next question from you would be like what was your friends reaction like how are they reacting and behaving with you like we know that uh, someone who is dep- in depression like he tends to be a little you know sad and sometimes a little irritated as well so how are your friends reacting to it how are they behaving with you were they calling you a uh, sad king or something as were they teasing you or were they supporting you all the time ah uh, that's <laughs> that's uh... um okay what i'll say is that i understand that we were all 17 years old at the time 
and we did not understand what was going on even i didn't understand what was going on and they tried to help i i'm guessing i mean uh, i'm guessing that they tried to help in their own ways but they didn't really get through because you know as a 17 year old ha- having an understanding of what depression is like what it how it affects a person and how you as a friend are supposed to help them it's 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 something very complicated for a 17 or yeah. 18 year old at 17 you don't even know that there is something like mental illness now in fact things are changing but like at yeah. your time at your age it was like bit difficult yeah exactly i mean i just think about how much how much things have changed in the last 6 years but even then they tried their best i think and um, but even then as i said that depression is an illness that just makes everything around you very toxic and slowly they started you know trying to maintain their distance because the thing in in india and i don't blame them for it is that if a person is suicidal you have to stay away from them because uh, you don't know when it will come yeah, on you exactly if something happens to them so yeah i don't even blame them for you know trying to maintain their distance or uh, doing doing the few things that they did so yeah it's something that uh, it didn't help a lot they it wasn't very helpful but again that's all i'll say that um, we were all very young and very stupid at the time all right now as you have written two books on mental health one is the a to z of mental health and the other was Shh, don't talk about mental health uh, tell us about them like uh, while your journey like while you were writing did you ever expect that you will be an author someday or was it completely random or candid and how has life changed now like after you have become an author a speaker a campaigner for mental health and a blogger how has it all like, changed and also what was the journey while you were writing these books yeah so my first book was a completely off chance that i wasn't really planning on writing a book it just ended up becoming one it's uh, basically just a collection of 26 blogs that i wrote in this month of april so i didn't really expect that to become a book so i ended up becoming an author very unexpectedly uh, i planned on being a blogger at best i did not think that i would ever become an author and even before that i just wanted to be a doctor and after that i thought i'd be a like a psychologist and a blogger uh, author was not on my mind for a long time but uh, you know something i realized in 2019 was that i could have used a book when i was going through all those things so i could have used a book that i could go through to understand what was happening to me to understand uh, what mental illnesses are how they work what you're supposed to do what you're not supposed to do and uh, something that was very scientific because you know at that time i didn't even like, re- believe that mental illnesses existed for real i just thought that they were something that you know happened to weak people or something that happened to people who were not brave enough to face their fears or people who were just you know all those myths that go around so in that sense i thought that i should write a book for that that a book that would have helped me all those years back so i was basically writing the second book don't talk about mental health for myself for my past self to uh, ensure that if anyone has any questions of those sort that i had that they will be able to find those answers now and ever since then i have interacted with a lot of people who have read it and i am glad that they like it and 
the thing about being an author is that you always have to work on the next one. So I'm currently working on the next one, something more personal, something more um, relatable for people. And uh, we'll just see how it comes along. Great. I'm excited for that too. <laughs> yeah. Arjun, we come across various myths and misconceptions. Like whenever we talk about anything, wherever you go, whatever you talk about, there are always misconceptions and preconceived notions among people. And when your journey started, I think that you might also have some misconceptions about mental health. And when you started reading and knowing more and more about it, some of them or maybe all of them might have got shattered. So what were the most common myths that you have come across till now? And also, what were the myths that were in your mind like when you started? Yeah, so I'll just tell you everything that I believed in at the time. Uh, about depression. So as I was saying that I, I thought that depression was just the same as sadness, that it was at the best, a lot of sadness. I believe that depression happened to weak people, as I've already said that people who were somehow morally or uh, mentally weak, they were the only ones who could have depression or a mental illness. I believe that depression was not a real illness since it was just uh, something pharmaceutical companies made up to make more money. I believe that, um, what else? Mm. That you might not be able to overcome it. It's for life, maybe. Oh yeah, definitely. I also definitely believe that. Uh, but that came after I had the courage to even accept that I was ill. Because before that, I wasn't even willing to believe that I was ill because it was like depression happens to weak people and I'm not weak. I'm very strong. So I can't be depressed. Yeah. What's you going might on? Thought it will go on like on its own, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just waited for it to go like, okay, it'll go, it'll go, it'll go, but it's not going. So I thought that it's just a phase that I'll get over it, that I'll move on. But none of those things happened. And then I was like, okay, uh, if I simply take my medications, then then it will go away. Then I was like, if I simply talk to people, then it will go away. But it's always more complicated than that. It's all, it always demands more work than that. And it's, it's something that's way more tougher than, you know, we give it credit for. And in fact, there is still a lot of taboo and stigma around mental health. Like people have you know, different mm. myths and misconceptions and preconceived notions. And also a lot of like people are scared to even talk about it. So mm. now Arjun, I welcome to you this, to the second segment of my show. And it's called Shatter the Myths. Like it is basically what my show is all about. It is the fundamental segment. In this, I have a few myths with me, which are quite common. And I will read them to you. And you have to tell us whether there lies any true information in them or they are just uh, like crap. All right. Let's go. So you ready? Yep. Okay. The first myth that I have with me is children cannot have mental health problems. Is this true? False, completely false. So uh, um, mental health problems are not something that require age qualifications. Of course, the criteria are different that children uh, require different criteria for diagnosis or for even understanding than an adult would. But to say that a child cannot have any mental health concerns, it's, uh, it's saying that children don't have any minds or don't have any emotions or don't have any thoughts. 
and although children in general are very stupid they still have a lot of thoughts and a lot of emotions so it's yeah. uh, it's very natural for them to have any mental health concerns yeah so I'm, the next myth that i have is depression happens because of a sad situation like a prolonged sad situation yeah i wish that was true because it would help me out so much but you know something that i have been w- looking for ki what was the situation in my case that led to this and there was no situation i was a very happy boy i had great friends i was doing well in my career so no it's not true that you need something to happen in your life for you to have depression it just happens which is why it's so scary yeah the next up is mental illness is same as mental retardation like once you are mentally ill you are like mad you are nuts nahi they are two completely different concepts so mental retardation is about the intellectual development of a child uh, it's about how their brain develops and how it has uh, how they make sense of things around them mental illness is something that's more behavioral or more emotional and cognitive so there are two things here mental illness and mental retardation are different mental retardation is basically uh, a lack of intellectual development as a child and mental illness is something that happens due to social reasons biological reasons psychological reasons and the other thing is that once a person has a mental illness then they're just nuts and completely of their rocker um, that's also not true as i am right here uh, completely yeah. yeah same completely normal <laughs> and uh, it's not like you have you get horns once you have a mental illness it can go away okay the next i have is uh, you mentioned it and okay before i uh, go on to the fourth one like you said that mental illness and mental retardation are completely different things i think a lot of parents or people you know mix up with the both like they think if you are not mentally retarded you are absolutely fine will mix up a lot of things man i mean i i can't even yeah. begin to comprehend the things people mix up at times so i don't really i don't i won't yeah i mean i believe you if people mix that up i i am sure they do somewhere someone has mixed that up yeah exactly so this is for all the people who think that mental retardation is same as mental illness absolutely not the next uh, i have is once you are diagnosed with the mental illness or depression you will be going to like you are ill for life that's not true i mean it's something that's you know we look for this cure as if it's in a physical illness so once you get a fever it's not like you'll never get a fever again it can come back at times but it does not mean that it'll never go away true so it's like we tend to look for cures for um depression or you know bipolar disorder or anxiety as we look for cures for malaria or dengue or cholera but look at it more like fever like it can come you can get a fever again but it does not mean that you will have fever for life that it won't or that it will never happen to you again it's it comes and it goes okay so the last is uh, it's most of the people with mental health problems or mental illnesses are angry violent and unpredictable is this true it's not necessarily true what i will say though is that 
a lot of times mental illnesses manifest themselves in anger or violence or um, irritability or frustration so i've been working on men's mental health and men's depression a lot and one of the things that you'll always notice in depression in men is that they um, get very irritable very angry very quickly so it's not necessarily true to say that people who are mentally ill are violent or unpredictable or uh, dangerous but it is true that sometimes some mental illnesses do manifest themselves as anger uh, through anger or uh, through unpredictable behavior so very small difference between the two uh, but it's very important yeah so this is this was partially like partially true partially very partially yeah so i think this was it we have shattered like main mainstream myths that we have nowadays so now we move on to the last segment of my podcast this is a fun segment and it's called tongue sprint okay so you have to answer the questions in a quick and interesting way just simple questions and so let's go okay let's go uh your favorite book and your favorite author the god delusion by richard dawkins all right second describe yourself in three words um lazy passionate writer <laughs> loved it okay a piece of advice you want to give to your 19 year old self never take advice from anyone else great who is your favorite superhero superman or batman one of the two yeah i, I think who, whoever knows you personally knows that i guess so the last is how you do you define happiness um being at peace with yourself yeah great that's, i agree that's a I deep agree. question that's a deep question that that can't have a quick response that that requires years and years of thinking <laughs> but you like try to answer it i'm happy yeah yeah satisfied <laughs> okay so this was it last thing before we end this is any message you would like to give to all the listeners audience or to someone who is struggling with bad mental health all right um you know when the thing about struggling with bad mental health is or mental problems is that you don't really take advice from anyone uh all i'll say is that um give be patient with yourself give yourself the time that you need and um, be as kind to yourself as you are to others all right so that was a great piece of advice i hope our listeners will take it so thank you so much arjun for coming and it's a, it was a pleasure having you and it was fun i hope your story is really inspiring and i hope it will inspire our listeners as well i think i'm sure that it will inspire thank you so much for coming all the best hap- all the happiness and health thank you so much for coming thank you so much i enjoyed it a lot and i hope to be back here soon Yeah absolutely definitely yeah. all right yeah Great. i look forward to see you in person as well same here same so guys this was arjun gupta i had great time having conversation with him his story is really inspiring i hope you guys also enjoyed this conversation and i've learned something from it i will be back with another episode on chartering myths till then take care 
and keep tracking.